0: Hello, and welcome back to the No Score Review Show. I am your host Nick Green, and joining me for this episode is Scott Mill. Scott, hi all. It's been so long since I last I saw know. you. It,
1: it 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 feels like it happened last time a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
0: <laughs> ah, nice. Um, today we are reviewing The Bad Batch season two. This review will be spoiler-free for the first little bit. I won't guarantee no spoilers for Season 1 uh, in our uh, general thoughts, but no spoilers for Season 2 uh, in the first bit. We will do an explicit spoiler warning uh, before we get into our highlights and lowlights. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, we will get into our general thoughts
1: for Season 2. Scott, what did you think? Uh I enjoyed season two. Um, it 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 has quite the huge tone shift to it compared to season mm-hmm. one. Um, with season one, I mean, obviously this this is a felony project. Um, so we, we are coming like hot out of Clone Wars and we're still kind of sticking to like clone culture, but obviously, you know, we're with, we're with the Bad Batch, right? You know, they, they aren't mm-hmm. your typical clones, which I, I feel like are a pretty good, um, w- was pretty good entry point because it allowed you to have enough diversi- diversifying personalities, you know, not that the clones didn't have different personalities, but obviously mm-hmm. a little bit more with the Bad Batch. Um, but definitely with two, it's just like, okay, like, no, we're now into the empire now. Um, very Mm -hmm. much. And, you know, how, how we're kind of looking at these guys and, you know, it's, is it all just simply still, you know, Clone Wars fun and games or like, is, is it a lot more dangerous now? Um, Mm -hmm. especially with them still being split up from crosshair. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That was that was a surprising, I guess. So, yeah, we'll get into a bit of spoilers for season one. Um, uh, That was a surprising twist, I guess you could call it, uh, for the end of season one for me. I thought they might have gone the like conventional, like Crosshair comes to the good side with them at the very end and they're all back together. But no, Crosshair stuck to his guns and uh, stuck with the Empire. Um, So that was an interesting uh, direction to go for season two. Um, And I think on that side of things for uh, this season, um, not getting into too much detail, but I actually, that was my favorite part of this season for me was all the crosshair stuff and his arc. Um, That was easily the best and most in line with the tone from season one. Season one, uh, I agree that uh, the Bad Batch was a a great um, entry point. It, It gave us the longest running kind of consistent group of clones uh to follow um whereas in clone wars you kind of had little sex here and there we did um,
1: like rex and all that but
0: yeah and like fives would uh, reappear every now and then and like um echo and all them uh every now and then but uh this was like the most consistent um group we've followed uh for a large chunk of time um but uh yeah, it it was uh it was a good season, but it definitely felt like kind of Filoni, almost going back to the roots of uh like early Clone yeah. Wars, where it was a uh televised, like broadcasted uh kids show. Um so there were way more kind like of Adventure of the week. I
1: was gonna exactly say yeah. Uh we, we definitely got yeah. our, our fill of that, but uh that's where I felt it then really helped to drive Omega, you know. Um, sure, yeah. Because obviously she's very much not like the rest of the clones, right? You know, like she's mm-hmm. she's adolescent clone, but even then, you know, like she's a she. So um and you know, bring a kid kid along who unlike in Clone Wars where you have child soldier Ahsoka, um, mm-hmm. you know, o- o- Omega, like, she she wasn't even really trained in too much of military combat, unlike the rest of the clones. So, you know, it's just like, she is mm-hmm. a kid along for adventures, but, you know, it's...
0: Well, and it's, it's also a different kind of path, like, uh, comparing it to Boba Fett, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, because like, he is a clone. So True. you kind of get, like, a different... Uh, path split uh, of uh, an adolescent clone being raised by by a group of like soldiers and mercenaries,
1: yeah. which, which um, I mean, definitely, you know, in season one was one thing because like she still like it's it's all of like you know the mystery and adventure to her, right? You know, because uh she like it was her first time ever off of camino and like you you have that initial mm-hmm. moment where it's just like what's this it's dirt so um <laughs> yeah and, and so like everything is brand new to her but then you know obviously now because like it it ha- like there has been like a little bit of a time like it, it it does show a little bit of aging in in season two i mean she's grown out her <laughs> hair and all that so like it looks like you know <laughs> yeah maybe a year or so has passed that we're now... Yeah,
0: some time yeah. has passed between season um, one and two.
1: So, you know, we're definitely, you know, we're, we've definitely departed the safe place that is Clone Wars um, and, and much more embroiled into, you know, the the Imperial machine. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, uh, my, in terms of like expectations going into this one, I was blown away by season one that, like easily as probably it might be in my top five disney star wars uh like uh uh products i guess for lack of a better term i i didn't watch it initially when it came out so uh i visited it i think after boba fett and uh i guess it also helped having watched it after boba fett because i was kind of let down a little bit by that Mm -hmm. show so i was starting from a low point and then Uh, Got my hopes raised um, after that season one was amazing. Uh, Every episode in that show felt integral and important and like had some weight to it uh, beyond just like an adventure of the week. There were still a couple episodes that had that kind of through line a little bit, but there were still uh, like important plot points and. If if nothing else, there were still like awesome guest appearances from yeah. different uh, characters, which was fantastic.
1: Um, which my running thought with that, and I don't think this is too much into spoilers, but to me, just just with you know with how much Filoni is now working on so many different Star Wars things right now, it this mm-hmm. is where it feels like sometimes you have comparative before and after models with things um because with uh bad batch season one you get to see uh shen is her name um the one bounty hunter um that works with boba fett
0: oh uh i re- i know who you're talking about um uh boba fett's like right hand right yeah, in yeah. book of boba why, fett why do i forget her name uh oh man i can't remember either oh fennec fennec uh yeah. fennec shan fennec Shan. yes there we go yeah you were you were close um,
1: and so they initially had her and then we got um, the other bounty hunter.
0: Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Yeah.
1: Which then mm-hmm. you then directly saw in Boba Fett. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then now in Bad Batch season two, um, maybe not as much character stuff, but definitely um, a lot of like environmental stuff. Um, you're seeing Carrie from Bad batch season two in Mando season three um like some of the different right. stuff that happens on Coruscant like they're kind of highlighting both so
0: mm-hmm. yeah and they go more into the cloning stuff as well Cause, uh, cause, more so this than uh you know uh, we're, uh, we're, we're, Mando, we're still
1: really trying to you know really explain connect everything somehow Palpatine came back so
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah really trying to write that wrong I don't know that we'll ever be able to do but, that yeah. um but yeah, I uh I think it was good. I think I I won't I don't think I will revisit the entire, entire season of season two when I go back and rewatch. It'll be kind of how uh, a lot of fans go back to Clone Wars and, and rewatch the yeah. select few. Um I think about half of the season uh has to do with like crosshair and the more imperial side of things and the like actual overarching plot of the clones being uh like ostracized and excommunicated um and then also yeah incorporating crosshair into it as well that was easily the highlight of the show for me um (laughs) so uh but i i don't think it was bad it's still it it was still beautifully animated there were still some really fun fun episodes um the the one on kashik was really cool uh, we got a tiny uh, taste of uh, Jedi uh, with the the Bad Batch again. Um, in terms of arcs, too, aside from Crosshair, there wasn't a ton. I felt like Tech probably got the biggest I, arc. I, I,
1: I, I was gonna say, um, kind of that relationship between Omega and Tech, um, mm-hmm. where
0: we can we can get more it, into uh, that with, with spoiler territory. So, but, though,
1: well, yeah, we have like our own mini spoiler too. Stick around. Watch Bad Batch Season 2 and then hear our thoughts on it. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I guess we'll just uh, segue right into that. That's our kind of general thoughts. Um, So we'll get into our highlights and lowlights now. So this will be your official spoiler warning for Bad Batch Season 2. If you don't want to know any details, pause the video. Come back once you are ready uh, to hear us talk about uh, the nitty-gritty. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, just carrying on our uh, convo about tech yeah um he definitely gets the most character work uh which is it's interesting because like just jumping straight to it uh it's interesting that they give him the most character work to kill him off because it feels so so much like uh yeah like a death fake out like we'll see him again later so looking at it from that lens it's kind of weird like okay great like it's it would be one thing if it was like like hard and fast definitive tech tech is not with us yeah. anymore r.i.p <laughs> um but yeah we'll see i'm a little skeptic on yeah. him staying dead uh um, so but to
1: coincide with that just like how much omega is kind of really forcing these guys to like Open, to, up. To like open, open up and like really realize that it's just like, yes, like we're, we're long past the Clone Wars now. Like we are living mm-hmm. in an Imperial age and it goes, we have a target on our back, but you know, at the same time, like we can't be doing this dangerous stuff all the time, you know? Um,
0: yeah, that, uh, that, I think I would have uh, preferred them lean into that more because we get bits and pieces of it and hints throughout the show. Yeah. Uh but kind of the two two arcs, if you want to call them that, of like um raising a kid in this militaristic environment is not good for Omega. Um and then also the the kind of plot line of is the Bad Batch kind of gonna help out with the rebellion and start True. the uprising okay. versus them just going and hiding in a hole for the rest because, of their days? I
1: mean, did, did, you know, like We've already seen like some fracturing with that. I mean, yeah. Echo went off to go help Rex with like, with, yeah. you know, what I'm guessing is rebellion activities. Um, yeah. You know, they, they didn't, they, they showed us what one kind of concrete thing. Uh, one of the episodes were like, yeah, like they're, they're stealing stuff from like the one ship.
0: Right. Um, yeah. They, they, they rescued clones that were being sent to right. the lab.
1: Um, which tied into what I imagine is going to be like the large overarching plot of like season season three. Well, with t- tying Likely, more into yeah. like even more cloning stuff. Um, but um, touching on Crosshair. Um, mm-hmm. with, yeah, let's get into some highlights yes. um, for the show. Uh, he, he has definitely affirmed like especially at the beginning of the season, he's like he's in team Imperial for the win. Um But yeah. then just slowly, slowly seen. I mean, I love that initial episode where he was with uh Cody, Cody uh, and yeah. Cody just being, even like Cody starting to just question stuff. I, I mean, yeah,
0: we, yeah, not, not even just Crosshair. We get more Cody and him like kind of turning. Right. yeah,
1: and, and, and them just realizing it's just like, sure, we can be loyal to the empire, but the empire is not going to be loyal to us. and Mm -hmm. and, you know that that's where crosshair at first at first was kind of like drawing a line in the sand but then jumping forward to um i want to get the name of the episode uh tipping point right um
0: tipping point or i think it was earlier uh, than uh, that
1: when he's on that frozen planet and like he's seeing where it's just like the 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 um imperial ceos are just like no, you you clones at this point are just are just leftover tools from a by from from mm-hmm. like a year old but bygone war. Um, either mm-hmm. do what you're told, or no, we're we're, we'll we're going to feed you. you to the wolves. So so crosshair, yeah. you know, after you know a whole bunch of episodes, realizing it was just like okay, so. Maybe you know he he's not maybe fully one hundred percent back with the bad batch, but definitely starting to realize where it's just like, now I am gonna just eventually be cannon fodder as well. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I uh, I I really enjoyed this. They didn't rush it. I felt the pacing of it all uh, worked really well. From him going from that uh, hard and fast imperial soldier Mm -hmm. um because we also get a bit of him in the clone conspiracy like double episode uh where he's still be like playing a part in in the imperial cleanup crew effectively um but uh then yeah the outpost was a fantastic fantastic episode where he gets to um uh bond with those few left clones on that uh that outpost i
1: I feel like kind of goes back and also shows just like how just the regular clones are like just handling stuff you know like yeah they're still doing what Mm -hmm. they're told but you know unlike the bad batch or you know some of like the the bigger name people like like your rex and your echo they're just like we don't have the ambition nor like the will left to like you know try to tear down this whole new thing that we actually spent like you know over a decade trying to you know unintentionally build so yeah
0: yeah yeah they they're they are uh good soldiers following old orders and 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 because they don't know what else to do right
1: um which i think then you know ties back into like omega's whole whole thing as well where it's just like I don't want my family to fall apart. I don't want these guys just sticking to like you know how they were as clone comrades and ours, where it's just like
0: there's more to life than just being a soldier, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, and you can build a life for yourself, right.
1: and and he, and we can be like you know how uh, Rex eventually was in Rebels, where it's just like he went on to have like a whole long life, as opposed to you mm-hmm. know just just dying. So,
0: yeah constantly on the run and hiding yeah. um yeah i uh i really enjoyed the the crosshair stuff there were some bits here and there with the bad batch i enjoyed um but uh ultimately could have i would have preferred a little bit more uh work with um like hunter and and hunter, wrecker here yeah, and there
1: th- it kind of did feel sometimes like they were a little bit more on the back burner like, it's just like,
0: yeah, they were, they were very much one note. And I mean, to be fair, I think Hunter and Wrecker, uh, did get more bonding time with, uh, uh, Omega in the yeah. the first season. True. Um, but yeah, you,
1: you know, like Hunter was kind of really establishing himself. Like he's like the dad, uh, uh, of yeah. them all right. Like he, he's really trying to look out for, for his crew and stuff. Um, yeah. which is established very well. Like he ha he has a lot of concern for Omega, Um, Which Mm -hmm. carries through in season two, but it kind of just it just stays a little bit static with it all.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, they definitely felt more one note in in their episodes.
1: Um, Um, And and as we were talking about before, just with uh, with tech, um, it was the episode. um...
0: Entombed? No, not entombed. They they got trapped so many times in this season. um, It's
1: ridiculous. I think it's... Uh, What was it? Habu is what it's called. Um, But... but, Was that where they were
0: entombed? Or like uh, trapped? No, it was the crossing, wasn't it? Where they like are losing, lost their ship, but then have to... Or no, it was... Yeah, it had to have been the crossing because that's when they were getting the mining. They,
1: they were getting the mining uh, stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: that, w- that was the start of the like tech uh, Omega yeah, yeah, arc, yeah. right? Which
1: which I felt was was much needed because a- a- as mm-hmm. well, it had been feeling like tech is just like, he's just the smart know-it-all guy um, who mm-hmm. is just, yeah. you know, he himself was still stuck in Clone Wars times. Um, and mm-hmm. so for Omega to like just kind of shake him out of that a little bit, um mm-hmm
0: get him out of his shell yeah,
1: was, was pretty good. And, and him actually emoting a little bit more. So <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and that just that little talk too was really nice of like, just because I process things differently from you doesn't mean I don't process them yeah. at all. That was a really nice uh, moment between Very them. Much. Um, Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite episode out of this, out of this season? Um,
1: I would probably say, um, it was um the one crosshair one uh, I think it's called solitary clone episode three
0: the first uh, the first crosshair yeah. episode
1: yeah where where yeah. it's um it, it, it was also showing you know remnants of uh separatist stuff um
0: mm-hmm. yeah they had that whole like the clone barracks with the big memorial wall and everything that, that was too. stunning yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, which I mean that is like a whole nother thing with this season is I felt like a lot of the visual animation stuff was, was man
0: ever since they did season seven of clone wars. Like it's, it's so gorgeous. Like it, it, I, it's what I wanted clone wars to be the entire show. I'm glad we're getting it now. Um, but man, it Um, is just so pretty.
1: Um, and just like a lot of, uh, color palettes and choices and environmental shots throughout the show Mm -hmm. are just beautiful to see. Um, like it, like it definitely is, some of it definitely has a little bit more artistic edge to it than kind of like a a realism edge or what you'd have with it. Um, but I feel, I feel like it helps, um, the colors and, and, and the artistic choices with stuff. Really reflect what's going on in the episode and like what's going on with galaxy and what's going on with the bad batch. Sure. So. Mm-hmm.
0: I uh, I do enjoy the kind of uh, remix that they're the bad batch is like making with their armor. Yeah. And stuff they they like converted to like an orange and blue kind of uh, palette with their their whole getup. Um, it it still makes me wish we got a clone commando. Uh, oh, series man. really badly um, and even I think one of the like commandos is actually like one of the like main high up officers in the bad batch it's like I don't remember his name specifically but he's got like the dark gray and yellow accents on okay. his uh, armor um but yeah I, I it does make me wish we got that but I really enjoy really enjoyed the the group that is the bad batch the the characters i really enjoy yeah. um my favorite episode also obviously would be a crosshair one it's probably the outpost yeah. um that was I, that that moment at the very end when he he shoots the the that little shit of a imperial oh, yeah. officer yeah was great i also just absolutely love the score for uh crosshairs like okay. theme uh, that like really like Blade Runner y like sci fi synth. It's it was so yeah. good and it's like it makes it was such a like haunting score for like the the clone remnants yeah. right. I think it worked absolutely great. Um, I I really uh, appreciate that they're able to like with this and like Andor um, and Mando especially like uh, I'm glad that they've been able to find these amazing uh, composers to make these new notable uh, sounds for star Wars. Um, It it makes me, it gives me hope for a new hope, if Uh you will, for the future of star (laughs) Wars uh, without John Williams. Yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, Crosshair stuff was really good. I, uh, I would have appreciated more it, like especially with the sheer amount of episodes in this season there there was so many it was like what 20 uh
1: no. just 16
0: 16 okay yeah it was the same as the first season wasn't it
1: uh correct
0: yeah okay um yeah it it was quite a few episodes but it definitely felt um like a tone shift between episodes a lot of times you had that like fun uh, racing episode uh, but not, with but tech
1: not pod racing
0: but not pod racing there's different kinds yeah. of racing um and then you had the stark contrast of uh crosshairs stuff with the Empire yeah. uh oh another really cool highlight we didn't touch on uh we got a Ian McDermott cameo with the emperor that was really yeah. cool yeah, that was great <laughs> that was that was with, so with, good. With that one and then the uh Genji
1: Gunji, uh, what's Gun, his name? Gun, Gunji. So, um, Gunji. I, I, I did actually, yeah, well, like want to touch back on um, with, with like you know the Emperor showing up, but like the it was like a whole Senate episode, and it's just like mm-hmm. you haven't had something like this since the Clone Wars, where like there would be a couple Senate yeah. episodes with uh Padme and stuff, um, and they had mm-hmm. um, that new girl oh man
0: well she was also in the clone wars wasn't she that uh that senator i think so um oh I was on season two crap yeah what was it what is her name commerce guild senator jennifer hale voiced her no way or maybe that's someone else just a, a random uh cast member no, it is her, Senator Chewie.
1: Okay, yeah, Chuchi. Jennifer Hale. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but just having all that and 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 showing that you know, um, because obviously, yeah, like a lot of like like it still is like a full standing Senate. I mean, it still is like a puppet Senate. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, them still being senators who were through like the Clone Wars and stuff, and then just like. I I mean they were our army right like we we're not we're not ready to throw them away unlike you know the imperial army is so ready to um mm-hmm. and just having like that whole duplicited episode where it's just like um it kind it kind of first shows I mean even though it's something we were long used to it's just like mm, if if you're going to get away with stuff in the imperial army you better be ready to get away with it uh, if you get
0: mm-hmm. well and they even succeeded right like as far as they could but then the emperor just comes in and shuts it down yeah. like you can you can have all your cards uh all your ducks in a row whatever yes. uh row. adage you yeah. want to say um but like it doesn't even matter in comparison to the the like grip he has on the republic and i mean the empire yeah. now uh, um, it which he
1: he he Totally, still has like you know his old senator face as well, where he will still appeal to the other senators. But it's just like, but at the same time, I'm the emperor now, and ultimately, what I say mm-hmm. goes. So it's just like, yes, yeah. we'll have clone benefits, but as well, let's start enlisting. So, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah, the 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 uh, classic political answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Um. But yeah, him and uh, Gunji were the only. Big cameos, I think, really. And I guess Bale Organa um, was another cameo guest appearance.
1: Just that brief little bit there. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, I guess we got more Rex too. That was a nice uh, return. More more clones.
1: Um, Who who knew you'd see clones in a clone? (laughs) Right?
0: Who could have thought? Yeah. uh, We both, I believe, watched it uh, weekly, right? As it came out. Uh, I'm I am looking forward to rewatching it and uh, binging all of the Crosshair episodes together to see how they they um, measure out in terms of pacing. No. Uh, but yeah, I definitely want to uh, revisit those episodes in the future, especially once um I might do a rewatch before season three comes out, depending on how how quickly they have a turnaround yeah. on that one. Um, I'm also interested to see how long this show will go on for. It feels like it could wrap up next yeah. season if they do like a big clone like uprising against the Empire, um, like one kind of final hurrah, right? And then like Rex just barely escapes for Rebels. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, that, that's so, the
1: whole thing, right? It's like, hey, what's going to be the ultimate fate of the Bad Batch, right? Be- mm-hmm. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, we we have never seen them in, in Rebels or, mm-hmm. or something like Anduin or.
0: But, I mean, and with how Filoni is operating the Star Wars universe now, like, they don't really have to uh, have shown up in Rebels for them to stick around because there are Clone Wars characters that made it all the way to Mando in Book of Boba Fett, yeah. so post-Empire. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't, like kill them off um but giving them like a a big hurrah of like and a really like tragic i mean it would also really fit in line with the whole tone of the show but like doing a whole season three like noble team off them one at a time type thing i'm not ready emotionally for that but i think it could be a very interesting and compelling season um yeah so Uh yeah, we'll see yeah,
1: like like I'll be interested to see what sort of the emotional impact will be with you know tech coming back because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
0: well, and I imagine too, especially if they wrap up in season three, they'll get the whole batch back together with yeah. crosshair as well, I yeah. imagine
1: because um, that's what that that's something they're still gunning for is like you know still trying to rescue all those clones from like the you know super clone facility of the Empire so um yeah. yeah i mean I, actually that was like another little little scene i enjoyed um in in the finale was like when you had uh tarkin and um what's his name from uh Rogue One? oh Oh, krennic. krennic yes yeah i, I love that yeah. there were where they're just like okay like th- these are the grand plans of the imperial army that we're going over here and you know things that are like yep. the absolute will of the emperor um like th- this mm-hmm. is us planning things us being the planners of stuff um, and you know, which, which don't warrant like a Vader scene or anything. I mean, I I, yeah. I, I, feel like, you know, that would be too easy enough thing, but like Vader isn't really like a planner for the empire. He's the enforcer. So, mm-hmm. so kind of, kind of, kind of seeing yeah. the actual machinations of the higher ups going on was, was pretty cool. And, 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 and serve as like that, um that nice opposite to Andor where you're seeing like the politics of like what's mm-hmm. going on with the empire. So you kind of see both like the grand scale and like the small scale there.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it. I, I really also appreciated this was something I loved about the first season was that it was like a perfect example of, and especially now with Andor out as well, that Star Wars can be about things that aren't the Jedi and still be compelling. Like season one, apart from the intro like the intro of the first yeah. episode, you go you get zero Jedi, which I actually loved. Yeah. Like I didn't think like that's what most people go to Star Wars for, is the space wizards with laser swords. But like Smith. season one of Bad Batch. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um I I thought it it can be done. They they proved it with uh, season one and and or yeah. um but i think season two did that as well they did bring in uh gunji yeah. uh for an episode but even still like that was a, a an isolated adventure of the week episode yeah. so it didn't it didn't impede on the bad batch being the the focus which yeah. is great um so i i do uh hope they keep that uh trend up with season three honestly because i think that it brings too much into the mix yeah. um with with the Jedi um, and Sith. I, they could do maybe a little bit of Inquisitor stuff, maybe. I'm interested to see what
1: goes on with them and Sith. Cause that was, yeah, that was a whole, whole, that whole was, thing as well, was like them just kind of saying adios to her. You know, yeah, but
0: then yeah, it was that was that felt like kind of a weird uh plot point in this yeah. season for me. It was kind of like very much on the back burner of like, Oh, are they on like good
1: terms? Are they
0: working together? Are they not? They kind of just like fucked off and said, bye Sid. And and,
1: and I mean, she did kind of like have the threat there of just like you, you boys better watch your back now. But then a little bit later on, it's just, she was still kind, kind of helping, but
0: then she was remorseful. Yeah. yeah, That was kind of an odd, I I loved their dynamic in the first Mm -hmm. season, but it was kind of, it felt like it took a bit of a backseat. I, I, I mean,
1: a little bit because, because like uh, even at the beginning of the season she is what really helped them propel into adventure of the week right which is like I gotta, I gotta well yeah i totally. gotta do this job this week boys now go show mm-hmm. us what you can do yep. so
0: that's the the catalyst for yeah, most of their yeah. episodes um
1: so i that that's gonna be yeah like the interesting thing with season three it's just like are we still going to be getting those adventures of the week? And if so, you know, like what is going to be like our, our launching point from, for those, are we going to be going Mm -hmm. back to Sid or.
0: Maybe, maybe they'll replace Sid with like Rex and it'll be more so like adventure of the week, helping the clone uprising cause, which could work well, like then you get those isolated episodes, but then they're playing into a bigger thing. Kind of how season one did. It, and, um, and then,
1: yeah, like I, I feel like that would be then kind of taking cues from uh, rebels a little bit where, where mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, nah, this, sure. this is our, our plot of the week of get, getting the Empire.
0: Though. I hope I hope they uh, use that sparingly, though, though, I would have preferred less episodes, honestly, and had them pack more of a punch. Mm-hmm. So we'll see uh, going forward. But uh, ultimately, I would recommend uh, this season uh overall it's definitely like even uh if you haven't seen any of the season second season i would still recommend those um crosshair crosshair episodes episodes. for sure uh i don't think it's a complete waste of time watching the entire season uh it's just that like going forward they aren't as necessary if you're doing rewatches of stuff um so but yeah a hearty recommendation absolutely stunning animation uh i still really like the core group uh dynamic of the bad batch uh they're doing interesting things with the the empire story and everything in the clone uprising um and crosshairs arc was the uh highlight uh so yeah um do you have one pro and one con scott for season two
1: um i would say the pro would be um it probably would be the the animation with it um because Mm -hmm. with it unlike um Unlike with Clone Wars, I'm going to compare it to Clone Wars. I mean, yeah, like that's very much earlier animation stuff that we had with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though we might be revisiting some familiar local locales like Coruscant and Kashyyyk and stuff. I mean, some of the new art designs for stuff um, really help them stand out a little bit more. Or, you know, like when, when we're on totally. like, you know, Box Canyon Planet, you know, it, it's it's definitely a little bit more dynamic of a feel to it
0: and i think they also take full advantage of it being an animated show because those are the shows where you can go full blown with the star wars universe right like yeah. it's way harder to pull that off in live action right that's probably why tatooine is featured so heavily in the movies it's like well we could go to this desert that's like a, cr- a country over but, but um,
1: to, go, to go to the planet with like you know the giant purple plants and stuff and and, and yeah the uh the orange trees and have it
0: look good too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's one thing to do that and then take like an avatar amount of time to make it look good. Yeah. But no one has that kind of time on their hands, especially for Disney. Who's trying to crank out star Wars every yeah. month. Um One con
1: for you. Um Maybe just a little bit of mid, mid season event, mid season adventure of the week stuff. Um, mm hmm. You know, it, it like definitely yes, we have the fun adventures with it, but that's where it's just like, and eh, now 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 yeah, we, we are just having fun with just the crew as you know them. Like we're not having like any real gut gut punch emotional things. Um, mm-hmm. like like to me the um the 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 first two episodes um with like the batch and them like trying to recover like those spoils wars and stuff. Um, and mm-hmm. kind of just like the aftermath of Camino being a little bit more on the back burner, I felt like was yeah. a, a little interesting. I mean, uh, de- definitely, I mean, yeah, like hats off to Omega, like she really tries to get into it, but the, the, but that's where, you know, the boys are just like, ah, focus on the mission first. So, but, but then, mm-hmm. you know, I, you could also say, ah, this is then what's going to set up like the whole emotional arc of the season is, you know,
0: yep. Yeah, it was a, an an odd uh uh like premiere for the season. It felt it was way more in line of like the uh fun adventure uh introduction to yeah. the the next season. Um but yeah, it it wasn't awful. Uh my pro would probably be the uh the score for crosshair. That was like one of my favorite things. Yeah that they did for this show. Uh it's like such an icon like it feels like it's worthy of like adding to like the best of Star yeah. Wars tracks. It's it's so it's like it's what like you always want uh like scores for Star Wars projects mm-hmm. to be is iconic and it's immediately recognizable. That, that, that's that's the biggest um, thing,
1: right? Is like if you're trying to introduce that that light motif to a character, having it stick.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think they, they landed on that for sure. Uh, my con would probably be uh, the uh, lack of, well, not, not lack of focus, but just the, the tonal shifts all over oh, the place. Yeah. I think there was a more consistent through line in tone with the, uh, the first yeah. season. Um, it definitely felt like, Oh, is this episode uh uh it- Adventure of the week, or is this uh, heavy empire yeah, stuff? Yeah. Um, it was either it was one or the other, um, and it wasn't always kind of in line. Uh, they kind of felt like pretty yeah. stark contrast. I, I would
1: say, like especially if like you know if you are going to watch more than one episode in one sitting, you know, like all of a sudden it, it mm-hmm. is you are then having to change kind of your mental gears episode to episode.
0: Totally, it, yeah, it'll pro- it would probably feel even more jarring on a like a binge yeah. rewatch. Um so yeah, uh hopefully they kind of reel that in in the in the future season. Uh but I think it's still a recommendation like if you enjoyed Clone Wars uh and haven't watched any of the Bad Batch, I definitely recommend season 1, but season 2 is still a decent follow-up. Um and if you have watched season 1 and you really enjoyed it, then I'd say at the very least watch the Crosshair episodes. Uh, I'm sure there'll be like a list on the star Wars subreddit or somewhere where someone's compiled those in the, in the next little while. Um, And uh, yeah, still, still definitely worth watching Uh, some of the better it's absolutely. I think even this whole season is still some of the better Disney stuff they've done uh, (laughs) in comparison to some projects. Um, I, I,
1: I, I will say like even prepping for this, I, I, I liked rewatching some stuff, like even even some of mm-hmm. the season one stuff, where it's just like, I mean, it it was interesting as I was getting ready because after watching season two, I went back and started rewatching some of season one stuff. I'm just like, even these two seasons alone have like such stark uh, contrast to them, where mm, where it's just, where, where it is like, Clone War badass boys, you know, we're the best of the best. Yeah. Then now it's just like. On the run, surviving the empire, you know, with with, with, mm-hmm. a, with a kid, it's 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 very very totally different.
0: With fun kid adventures, with fun kid adventures, still, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I yeah, I I think we could uh, say this is a safe recommendation. Yeah. Um, all right. That I think is going to do it for this uh, episode of the Nosecore Review Show. Uh, Scott, where can the people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me anywhere on the internet that has Scottimus7 attached to it. Um, I primarily have my YouTube and Twitch accounts. You can also find me on Twitter. Sometimes I'm funny on there. Um, but mostly I just retweet <laughs> video games and actually, yeah, Star Wars stuff as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> soon it'll be uh, video game Star Wars stuff because we're getting Jedi Survivor pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um cool uh do you have i know i'm kind of expunging you of all of your recommendations <laughs> with this uh, back-to-back review show oh, yeah. but uh do you have any uh maybe star wars related recommendations
1: mandalorian season three um one thing i, I also okay. wanted to recommend is that just with how disney as of, as of this recording has been kind of releasing them like same week over week um there are some f- very interesting parallels between them as well
0: yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I, I don't want to get too much into spoilers for Mando season three. Uh, we'll save it for the review show. Um, but I'm interested to see how one of the things introduced in that show pays off, if it pays off in that season. Um, I'm a little more lukewarm on season three right okay. now. Uh, especially because I just rewatched uh, season one and two to catch up uh, my girlfriend. Um and just watching those, and then uh, tuning back into season three, there's definitely a contrast, much like how season one and two of Bad Batch uh, has. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we can get more yeah. into that um, But show
1: a, for, as for, for actually, one. sorry, another Star Wars recommendation, uh, definitely, definitely oh, okay. check the uh, No Score Andor review. Yeah, nice. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, go check that out, and just go check out Andor, please, yeah. God, because Andor is easily like the best Star Wars thing Disney has done um in like a decade so, so yeah <laughs> yeah ever since buying it it's like man how how did they pull that off after the atrocities yeah. of uh, some of their other things yeah. <laughs> um but yeah uh thank you once again scott for joining me uh everyone listening and watching you can keep listening and watching wherever you're finding this episode of the no score review show uh we me and scott uh did a double feature today of recordings. So if you haven't checked out the Super Mario Brothers movie review uh that we did, uh go check that out. We it was another uh hearty recommendation. Um go check out the Andor uh review show as well. Um and then later this month, April is Star Wars month this year because uh season 3 of Mando is wrapping up, so I'll be doing a review show on that. Um Jedi Survivor, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming out as well. I will at the very least be doing a first impressions playthrough of it on my No Score Plays channel. So you could go check that out. Um, and then there was uh, what? There was another Star Wars thing I could have swore that uh, was coming out. Maybe that's it. Yeah, there was three things. There was Bad Batch, Mando, yeah, Jedi and Jedi Survivor this month. Uh, But Star Wars Celebration is happening too. So there there will be tons of announcements coming out for new Star Wars stuff. The Ahsoka trailer just dropped today as of this recording. Um, So that's exciting. Uh, But yeah, stay tuned to the No Score Review Show for more Star Wars reviews and reviews in general. Um, You can follow me on all the socials at No Score or at No Score Reviews. If you are into video game Let's Plays, as I just mentioned, youtube.com slash at No Score Plays. I do a lot of indie game Let's Plays over there with the occasional big AAA uh, series as well. Um, So yeah, thank you all so much for watching and listening to this episode. Please also let us know what you thought of The Bad Batch Season 2 down in the comments, or you can also tweet me at No Score Reviews. Uh, Yeah, give us your highlights, your lowlights, your pros, your cons. Uh, I love uh, generating discussion on uh, these things on the internet. More positive discussion out into the ether is always good. Um, So yeah, let us know. And thank you all so much for watching. We'll see you on the next review.
1: Bye-bye.